Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, it's Gwen, and you're listening to Glam Squad Confidential. Well, of course, today I am here in my home studio with my man, my co-pilot on the beauty plane, Mr. Travis Cronin on the mic in his home studio. Oh, hi Gwen, happy pride, how are you? I mean, I love June for so many reasons, Trav. I love the summer, I love the warm weather. But of course, I love the celebration of equality, diversity, and a little sparkle and glitter. I mean, a whole, whole entire month dedicated to just being fabulous and expressing yourself with fashion and beauty and celebrating with friends. It's really, I'm so happy that Pride, which was like June 14th, right, became Pride Month. And now it's like the entire month. Yeah, like it's in the 20s. It's like the 25th. But people do it at different times. But we've taken over the whole month. We've taken over the whole summer. I love it. Well, who better to talk to, Trav, than the patron saint of Glitter and Looking Fabulous. And I think she's got some good tips for everybody to enjoy Pride Month to the fullest and most glamorous. We've got Miss Fame. Hello, Miss Fame. So good to see you. It's been ages. It has been ages. Too much time has passed. It's true. Miss Fame is a repeat Glam Squad Confidential guest. We love having her on. So first of all, tell us where you are. You're like in fabulous I'm in Zurich. Switzerland. How yes, I'm wonderful. in the center of. I'm well. I'm I'm just kind of nestled in in a nice hiding spot in in Europe because the the Swiss. It's a completely different culture than I'm used to. I I left New York last August uh, during everything, and it, you know, different mixed reviews on that. I think last year was so intense that we were all really in a heightened sense of awareness and uh, the messaging stream, and things got you know, kind of cross in a lot of paths that even when I moved, it seemed to be like somebody had taken that personally. So I realized that we have to be very mindful about everything that we do for sharing anything on a public platform. But realistically, as my husband's Swiss, and it was kind of time to just take a next step and uh, to return back to his home and and to try to build our lives because, you know, it was feeling like very hopeless. And now we're starting to see the hope return. And that's really, really Really what we need now more than ever is just to really lean into community and celebration and love and 
and, and try to find kindness. I think this is really the biggest thing that I'm, I'm looking forward to doing is just being a part of my community with my big heart ready to fill with everybody in it. That is the best statement I've heard, not just today, but maybe all year. Yes. Thank you. You are amazing and inspiring. Now tell us, you're working on a very special campaign with Victor and Ralph and, and Glad. So yes. tell us all about that. Of course. Uh, so basically, I've been sitting front row for Victor and Rolf for the last uh, few seasons at Haute Couture, having this incredible evolution. And, you know, the beauty of it is when I get invited by a house, a fashion house, it's it, I don't ever know exactly where it's going to go. I'm just grateful to be able to see everything kind of evolving live, everything from what, what fashion is going to be um, sharing globally, what we're going to look forward to from a trend perspective. But on a deeper level, the impact of me being present, because I know that the that the, the movement of having individuals like myself sitting front row with celebrities like Celine Dion or Christina Aguilera, it just shows you that there's a level playing field for inclusion, for talent and humanity. Like we are existing together, celebrating each other. And every time that I've been invited by Victor and Rolf, my my eyes were feasting on the glamour, on the beauty and this just sophisticated vision of just their minds. I mean, you're, they're really sharing how they think and how they feel through fashion and getting to talk with them after each show. That's really the biggest uh, exchange that I've had with Victor and Rolf, but it's always a really positive, respectful exchange. So there's a lot of in, inner working relationships that are happening simultaneously. And then in the midst of that, it was this next indicated step when I was invited to be uh, to be a part of the the ongoing campaigns that we've been releasing. We've done one for Mother's Day. We're doing one for Pride. And it's uh, it's we've released, I believe, four, but there's it's a continuum, basically. 2021 has been a really positive year with my relationship with Victor and Rolf and also being able to see the, the, co the connection to GLAAD. Uh, I'd worked with GLAAD years ago, right after Drag Race, during Pride Month. And I love being able to have everybody band together with advocacy and allyship to really lean towards community strong and also lift each other up. And that this relationship is continuing past Pride Month, which I think is one of the biggest things we can do, is that we don't just feature queer or LGBTQIA plus individuals just because of Pride, but we continue to see them even beyond this month, which is one of the most important topics. So I'm grateful for them for that. Totally. So you'll be celebrating Pride in Zurich. I will be celebrating Pride in between countries. Uh, you know, everything's so close here. I could drive right. the train to Milano and be there in two hours. I can get to uh, on the train to uh, Paris and that's just about four hours away. So I, I'll be attending Paris Fashion Week for the first time since pre-COVID. So it's like a return to glamour. I'm grateful. So excited about this. Couture Fashion Week. Hello, I love right? I I just love when you wear couture at it's Couture Fashion Week. I mean, it's just like your pictures are always my favorite. They're just it is just groundbreaking. And I know that because I was once at um Couture. Yep. I know that the gay pride parade and event kind of falls simultaneously. So that's perfect. It's, it's the perfect moment for me to do what I love and also to be selling celebrating my um authentic self during this time it's it's just a perfect alignment of things i've always done throughout my relationship to fashion i've always considered my time in fashion um you know i don't have expectations of course i have things i'd like to achieve in my life but i also allow myself the freedom to know that 
I'm just going to keep showing up and being who I am and hope that the impact is felt um, kind of the riffs of it kind of translate all the way through to through time and that I'm able to continue to do what I love. You know, it's very important that we, we are passionate and showing up for our deepest passions. And this is one of them for me. That is so awesome. Travis, where are you going to be celebrating pride? Oh my God, New York City and everywhere I possibly can. I wish I was at Alt Couture Fashion Week with you guys. But New York is going to be amazing. It's such a special moment for New York right now. Just, I, I, I know that the artist community, you can see this awakening happening. So yes, it's, we are watching. So, and by the way, all these brands that are truly showing up for all of these incredible queer people and artists, it's really waking up the world because all brands are getting on board. So what I'd like to say that this is also very important and it's a bit controversial for me to acknowledge, but let's call it what it is. This, um, this uh, performative activism when we show up just because of pride. Now, these brands, now that they've started this talk, it's like you got to do the walk. Now, that relationship should always be an ongoing relationship. If you like us this month, you should like us next month and the month after. So I'm grateful for extended contracts. That's what I really love about Victor and Rolf is, is that the relationship is ever growing. It's continuing and it's showing their support. It's not just for me. It's an example of what's possible within an industry that's that's getting up with the times, especially when so many designers and agents are of the LGBTQIA community. We kind of, rather than being in the background as talent or bookers or whatnot, it's when somebody like myself is at the forward face of company or I'm sitting in that front row, I have to fight to stay there because it's so important for visibility. And if it's not me, it needs to be somebody else within the spectrum, within the community so that we can see each other. So we know that it's possible, but of course I'm going to continue to show up for what I do because it's so important. And my livelihood in in a way, it it depends on me continuing to show up. I can't just stop. I've started. So it's, that's important as well. And Victor and Rolf has been, you know, queer leaning since it was before exactly. it was cool. Even the design of their bottles gives me the best of gay 100%. Vibes. And, the, you know, them partnering with Glad is the most organic relationship. It just makes sense. I think they're about fitting with people. They're so specific in their aesthetic that when they work with people, it just has to kind of work. They have to mirror each other. And they've allowed me to really lean into my joy of fashion and also the softness and the eccentricities of being in fashion. I love the ability to be playful and also change the shape. They're they're not so confined by an idea. They're pushing the boundaries on what's possible image-wise. And that's really what, for me, drag was in the beginning. It was me pushing the boundaries on what my body physically and metaphysically could do, what I could do while I'm here on this planet. And of course, I love glamour, but I also love to explore the variations of what that is. And Every time I show up, I say that whenever I show up as Miss Fame, it's a form of protest. My existence is a form of protest. Even if it's a gentle, um, ele- elevated, eloquent way of me just gesturing, I'm here, walking through any space, being fully glamorized and letting people see you exist and standing with some pride or full confidence, letting them know you are here. That doesn't just happen because of Pride Month for me. This is like an everyday event. I have to step outside of my house. And every time I step out, whether I'm wearing just like a hat or a white shirt, whatever, as I'm sitting here before you, that still matters because I'm, you know, living a human life in between my glamour, my glamazon moments. So, but, you know, talking about glamazon moments, I have seen you walk in fashion shows and you look better than any of the supermodels. 
Now, how many hours does it take you to transform into a Miss Fame moment? It, I give myself three hours. I think that here's the factor, what people really don't realize. I don't have an assistant setting up my makeup station. And I, I travel with a professional makeup kit. That's one full suitcase mm. of makeup that can span any collection, um, the inspiration of what the designers are presenting, because I have to adjust while I'm going. Fashion Week's weeks on end. You're going from London to Paris to Milano, New York. So when I'm attending shows, I have to have a kit that's capable of adjusting to all of that. Every designer, that means colors, textures, shades, some glitters, some some crystals, etc., and lashes and wigs. So I have a section with wigs, a section with corsets, a section with heels, all of my makeup, and then my pedestrian clothes in a second kit so that I can go to my fittings. And the pedestrian clothes need to be clean. It needs to be appropriate for the de design house. And uh, that's a lot to travel with and being prepared and mindful and coordinating the hairdresser and linking up with my stylist and getting those fittings in and being on time and not missing a beat. Because if you miss the beat in fashion and if you're you're late, the disrespect level to a designer to miss their show for poor timing is like you you might as well just never show up to that that designer again. So you have to be so on top of your game and not fall through the cracks. And I don't think people realize that when you're the one pulling your own suitcase, when you're the one curating the look and um, setting up your station and washing your brushes and washing your undergarments and setting everything out and thinking of it in advance and then walking in and acting like there's an airiness and a lightness while you're wearing a corset and a 130 30 millimeter heel, you know? What should people be using for the best rainbow pride glitter? There's so many. Of course, I'm, I'm going to mention Miss Fame Beauty. I have a nice uh, range of shades that are, some are more transparent that can be worn over any shade of eyeshadow or any shade of lipstick and really illuminate the skin. They pop in nightlight, you know, so when you're out dancing, they'll like give you an electric blue hue over the top of pink or red lipstick. You can go fully in um, as well as green glitters and, and gold glitters with a um, iridescent finish, which showcases the rainbow finish. So really, I would say make sure that it's um, eye safe, that you can wear it on your skin um, because you don't want to put too large of a particle. It gets caught in your eye and you'd risk scratching. And, and, and that's a real factor because glitter is a large fragment of, of like material Glass. That yeah. it gets in your eye, you know, and you're wearing color contacts like many and everybody wearing a contact or a colored contact for a full drag fantasy look. It's just risky. You don't want to scratch your eyes. So be mindful of that. And also just be aware of how to apply glitter. So go watch one of my YouTube videos on how to apply glitter, just so that you can have some know-how on technique so that you're being as respectful of your features, but fully celebrating yourself. Because I know it's like, this is the glitter month. Like we want to drench ourselves in glitter. Plus you can do it with shimmer. You can add shimmers to your body, your shoulders, and, and, and sprinkle glitter onto the high points of your legs and your shoulders. And that's going to allow you to illuminate like just beyond the face, like sprinkle it into your ponytail with some hairspray, like full, go in. It will shower away. Don't, don't hold back. What are some of your hacks for getting the glitter to stay like on your shoulders and decolletage? Any, any moisturizer, anything that's got a little bit of uh, a nice hydration, anything. Yeah. Any conditioning agents going to create a, a tacky surface on the skin. So lotions, um, anything with SPF, because you know, that creates a little bit of that stick. Yeah. And once you spray your skin, plus you will need to put SPF because like you'll be out there all day long living your best life. And then all of a sudden you've got like 
spaghetti strap or like your corset burn and then it's just not fun when you're recovering from pride literally hating your life the next day because you're you have a severe burn like we're out there to have a good time but like let's try to protect ourselves this is like my age talking as i'm getting older i know i'm not ancient but i'm older than i was at 20 something i'm 36 i care about i care about other people's skin so spf is a huge factor like we need to take care of ourselves when we're out there having a good time. Make sure to drink a ton of water because everyone's going to be having too much fun. And, um, you know, there's always ambulances in New York. You can see people forget to drink as simply as forgetting to drink water, like just SPF and water. And I maybe that's just like my inner one day parent coming forward. Like I care. My mother self is thinking about the well-being of others. But these are like you know, or carry those in your bag. And if somebody needs something like, hey, girl, you look like you're getting burnt. I'm going to spray your neck. Cool. Are you allergic? Great. Let's go in. So just a fun tip of advice. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. That's sweet for pride. Looking out for your common, you know, man, gay, they, them, sister. Exactly. Community strong. So what is your favorite sunscreen? I use different things for, for different purposes. I'm using SkinCeuticals. They have a matte finish one I just got. I'm oily and I really love that all over my face. And then I'm using the... Um, there's a little bit one that has a bit more of a, a like a, a radiant finish, and that's better for the winter. Um, SkinCeuticals is great. I'm not even sponsored by them. I'll buy their products because I love it for my oily skin. So if I'm having problematic skin, and I have to show up to these shows and look like the I have my whole identity is based off of looking as beautiful as what I'm posting on Instagram. I don't want to. That's just my own stuff. I grew up in the, you know, the, I was born in the mid eighties and in the mid nineties, the supermodels were happening. So I created an unrealistic fantasy of beauty that was so far away from obtainable to me. I never would have thought in my entire life that when I was a child putting on my grandmother's eyeliner in a bathroom on this chicken, you know, on this farm with chickens and cows, uh, that I would one day be able to feel so safe and profoundly proud to be able to lean into my my highest form of femininity and it's been an evolutionary journey it's been a pronouns journey i've really looked at and that's something i found really important in allyship is that people ask like how do you identify um you know i was just working on a project i can't release too much information on but there was a lot of people within the community on this project and i said something like yes girl like i went strictly into kind of the community of how we talk with each other but not knowing how that person's pronouns were or how they felt and they were, they were identifying as non-binary. So I, I caught myself afterwards and says, what are your pronouns? Just because I want to be aware. And even within my community, I realized that I still need to catch myself to say, are you okay with that? And what are your pronouns? And this is a practice that I didn't grow up learning and I'm, I'm having to learn in my thirties, but I find it very important because although when I read a description of a non-binary person, I fully comprehend it and I fully identify because I'm exploring the parameters of, of my gender. I've, I've taken testosterone blockers. I didn't talk about that with anybody, but you know, my, we're really, I don't ever talk about that. I think I've gone on a little private journey of who am I truly and what does my femininity look like and what are the parameters around that? And I find this journey is about not feeling obligated to rush and not feeling obligated to be something for somebody else, but take the time you need to discover your authentic truth and lean into community that allows you to be that in a safe way, no matter how you feel. Maybe one day you're like, okay, I feel a little bit more this aspect of myself, or I'm feeling a little bit more that aspect of myself and degendering my emotions. Like 
just because I'm sensitive, that doesn't mean the way I was raised was that was deemed like inappropriate because I was born male. And I'm using, if we're not seeing this in video, I'm doing my little quote fingers around that. So I am allowing myself to free myself every day a little bit more. And I think freedom is a really big factor for our community to feel free. That is a practice that I'm trying every single day of my life to lean in further. And the way that I feel free is being the fact that I'm married and somebody that I had had gotten married eight years ago. And then I have love with a same sex partner. And that at that chapter, it was just a really big breakthrough. It was like when legalized marriage was happening in New York. Um, I just really felt that. What a, what a celebration. And my dog is like, she's screaming at me right now because she wants attention. She's out of you. She's crying <laughs> as an ally. She's got a yeah, exactly. Happy for that. But yes. So before we let you go, because you've touched on so many amazing things, but I would love for you to just tell our listeners beyond, you know, putting glitter on rainbows, rocking out during Pride Month and expressing your best self. How can everybody kind of continue to give back to the Pride mission throughout the entire year? That is, I, but there's a few things passing in my mind. I'm imagining just the general public, people that are not identifying as influencer or as designer or as, you know, brand, just people, you know, because beyond all of those titles that we kind of acclaim to as we evolve in, um, in this very social world, uh, we're still just people. And I love to hold space for people. And I think when we have the power of a platform where we reach so many to allow to spotlight other people's storylines where we can, especially when we identify and say, I totally see you. And I really um, want to keep nurturing that truth within myself, like lean where you're, you see yourself. And sometimes if not more times, start leaning where you may be a bit uncomfortable to lean because it's just foreign territory so that you can be educated on it and not feel so, well, I'm afraid to know more because I don't want to look stupid. You know, asking questions in a respectful way, sometimes we are sloppy in how we ask questions. So I think what I'm going to say is, yes, you will make mistakes. We all make mistakes. Practice communication, practice celebration and elevation of community and continue no matter if you identify within the queer spectrum, even if you're just a family member or a friend of a, of a queer person, just to allow them to be their authentic self and stand beside them and their truth and make sure to advocate for them when they're not there. These are the micro conversations that are going to happen in a small way, but they're going to create big waves of people's eyes really opening up to bigger truths. And that to me is something that we can really, really work toward. And I think it's going to really help improve the um, quality of love that we will will expand and build upon from here on out. That's beautiful. Just have kind micro conversations with people. It's that easy, right? Yes, we're doing it today. It's helping, you know? Yes. It really is that easy. Well, thank you so, so much for joining us. You are always a breath of fresh air when you come thank on. You. We could have you on forever. It's like you... You say such profound things, and we are so grateful to have had your your mind for a little bit. Hopefully, everybody has. (laughs) (laughs) We're just protecting ourselves. Exactly. Hopefully, everyone has gotten some great pride tips, and everybody, please check out the campaign that Victor and Rolf is doing with Glad that does continue to give back all year long. Until next week, go to usmagazine.com/slash/stylish for more celebrity beauty tips and tricks all week long. 
come back for a new episode next week. And until then, stay gorgeous.